0: welcome to my mommy's podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Air Doctor. Did you know that the air inside our homes can be up to 500 times as dirty as the air outside? It can be filled with harmful VOCs, allergens, bacteria, and more. I've been looking for an air filter that filters out all of these substances and is quiet and that doesn't break the bank. a long time. And the Air Doctor Filter meets all my criteria. It removes almost 100% of particles from the air, including VOCs. Those are things released from candles, paint, building materials, carpeting, cleaning products, hairspray, air fresheners, and more. Filters out pollen and other allergens, pet dander and animal hair, mold spores and dust mites, cigarette and cigar smoke, and viruses, germs, and bacteria. One of my favorite things about it is what they call auto mode, where the fan speed basically adjusts to the appropriate level based on the current air condition in the home. It's been really fascinating to see in our house, for instance, the filter speed up when we've cooked food at high heat or use cleaners that someone gave us that we thought were natural, but they made the air, the filter speed up. So I know air filters can be pricey, which is why I teamed up with Air Doctor to get a massive discount for listeners. You can get 50% off right now by going to wellnessmama.com forward slash go, that's G-O forward slash air doctor, air dash doctor. So one more time, that's wellnessmama.com forward slash G-O forward slash A-I-R dash D-O-C-T-O-R. get the discount. You can also find that link in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Valley. If you have not tried these, they're awesome. They make grass-fed, naturally fermented beef and now pastured turkey sticks that are high in protein and nutrients and also a good source of probiotics because they're naturally fermented and they're shelf-stable so you don't have to keep them refrigerated. We bring these along whenever we travel, and our kids love them all the time as part of an on-the-go meal. I bring them whenever I travel because they've saved me so many times from airport food. And Wellness Mama listeners can get 20% off of any order at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash paleo valley, all one word, wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash paleo valley. Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Moms Podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com, and today is going to be a super fun episode because it's a little bit different from our normal, just strictly food, nutrition, and health episodes. I am here with Michael Tyrell, who's the founder and president of Whole Tones, which is a healing frequency music project that helps aid health, creativity, productivity, and well-being. Also, something I've been listening to a lot lately and I personally love. Basically, after recording seven songs at different frequency levels, Michael he'd been studying these for 20 years. He released an album called Whole Tones, the Healing Frequency Music Project, accompanied by a book by the same name. Um, since its release, he's also released Whole Tones, Life, Love, and Lullabies, as well as Whole Tones Calming Music for dogs, and all of these have been on the top 10 Billboard music charts. Most artists never get to say that. So he's always been a student of music. He bought his first guitar at age 10. He later studied classical guitar with Joseph Lazaro, I hope I'm not butchering the name, a protege of the grandfather of the classical guitar, Andre Sejovia. I hope I'm not butchering that one either. Michael, welcome and thanks for being here.
1: Hey, it's an honor. I'm so excited about spending this time with you. I've wanted to talk with you for a couple of years now, so this is perfect.
0: I can't wait because this was something I had actually researched my way into uh, at some point looking for music that would be great for sleep and for for focus when I was working. And um, also, you mentioned, I think we have some friends in common, but I had heard of your music and finally started researching it myself. But I'd love if you could start at the beginning and explain for anyone who doesn't know what it is, what is Whole Tones?
1: Well, elementally, um, Katie, everything, including our conversation, um, the thoughts that are, you know where our our words are derived from, all of those things are frequency. And I think that's the first takeaway for people is they have to understand that everything has frequency and everything has a resonant frequency, meaning there's always sending and receiving going on. So I'm speaking, you're listening, you're speaking, I'm listening. Um, And elementally, God was speaking in the very first book um, of the Bible, Genesis, when it says, and God said, let there be light. The first thing we have to come to uh, a conclusion to really quick is that he didn't create the sun and the moon and the stars until the fourth day. So this was right off the bat. So something happened. And what happened is so amazing that when God speaks, it fills the entire audio spectrum. Everything that would be sonic or sound based is suddenly filled with one word from God. So the, the ultimate response from when God speaks is light because his voice fills the audio realm. And the next realm past, you know, audio would be light. And so it's so amazing when he said, let there be light, the absolute response in creation would be light would appear. But that light was not the sun and the moon and the stars. It was God. And whole tones in the same way, all the credit and all the glory goes to God. The discovery of whole tones um, is probably 20 years of personal research for me. But it started with a question, Katie, and the question was, at a music store, why is our tuner calibrated to 440 hertz? In other words, the note A, when you see the note A in the window of your tuner, it also says 440 hertz. And I was fascinated and wondering why that was the chosen tuning center. So questions often elicit great answers, and sometimes one question can change the course of your entire life. Nobody could answer my question. And so knowing from the time I was a child, there was something innately wrong with music, as beautiful as it is, and as moving as it is, and as obsessed as I was with it, even as a child, I knew there was something wrong with it. And that question, unbeknownst to me, was the beginning of the rabbit's hole to finding out what was wrong with music and how to make it right. And to make a long story short for your your listeners, um, A440 was derived by a man named Joseph Goebbels, who was the right-hand to Adolf Hitler and was in charge of propaganda and mind control. He was the minister of mind control, interesting title. And they created this A, the note A equals 440 Hertz for your listeners. That means vibrations per second as the German radio beat. And they would use it in their, in their propaganda on radio, uh, to cause an interruption in the circadian rhythm in the human body, as well as to cause discord and chaos. So, so even as a child, my, my initial feelings of what was wrong with music, suddenly I'm realizing it's because of what the tuning center of music is and not the music itself. So I said about the task of trying to find some nomenclature, some form of musical tuning that would be beneficial to the human body on a cellular level. And that's where the whole story started. And I discovered this through a clandestine meeting in Israel at a coffee house. I walked into a coffee house, and there was a young man playing keyboard in there, and just instrumentally, and I recognized what he was playing as worship music. But the problem was that the coffee house was an ultra-Orthodox Hasidim. I mean, it was a, a Hasidic coffee house, meaning they, they're not too pro-Jesus there. And But he was playing instrumental songs, so they were none the wiser, and I thought it was funny, and he was giggling and staring at me, which was awkward. And during his break, he came over to the table. He said, I need to talk to you. He said, I know you're a believer. And I said, I am. I said, What's your name? He said, My name's David. And I just started laughing. And he said, God this morning told me I was going to meet the man I was supposed to turn all of my research over to, that I've taken it as far as it can go. And that was this young man. And what his research was, was translating some of the Psalms of David. And after uh, a couple hours in that coffee house, I ended up with two different sets of. Uh, of transcripts. One was a typical musical uh, notation. The other was avant-garde notation. And I left Israel with the beginning of what is now known as whole tones. So there's that's a good start. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's funny, because I was when I was researching it, it reminded me of that line and the Leonard Cohen song that I heard there was a secret chord that David played, and it pleased the Lord, and how ironic that your your research came from someone named David. <laughs> so I'd love to hear a little, okay, so you have to be patient with me. I grew up playing piano, but I am not super well versed in anything beyond that. So, um, so you got this music from this man named David. What is the difference? So if, The normal music's at that 440 or whatever you said. What makes music different? And how do you actually change it to get it to a different frequency?
1: Fabulous question. So here's one thing that most people are not aware of, Katie, is that first of all, there never was a standardized tuning. So if you and I were to travel to Venezuela today and I took my tuner that I purchased at Guitar Center in Florida with me, I could tune to my tuner and the band that's from Venezuela could tune to their tuner. And guess what? We'd be in harmonic. We'd be completely out of tune with each other. Thus we come to the quick understanding that there never was a standardized tuning. And that was Joseph Goebbels' nefarious um, idea during wartime, which makes it more fascinating is that he wanted to, uh, in a unilateral, t- unilateral type sense, bring a standard tuning to the whole world, which would introduce chaos to the whole world. It's, Mind boggling, but most countries basically blew blew him off. It didn't take, you know, they didn't buy into it. The only countries that did, unfortunately, were the USA and Canada. So, with that being said, yes, in our country um, and several other countries, A, the note A equals 440 hertz, is what most songs are recorded in. Thus, most of what we hear in a good portion of our iTunes, you know, top 100 probably are. Um, the difference, like, as you know, with the health and wellness world, you know, it, a little change in a formulation can often make the difference between a good product and a great product. In the same way with music or uh, to get, to develop it even more with frequency, it's such a precise bandwidth that if a note had 440 hertz or vibrations, if I was to change that just four cents higher to 444 That change could be the difference as far as a human geography from your head to your toes. So, you know, when we're younger, we listen to, some of us that are older, um, listen to FM radio or had some sort of analog uh, tuner, a radio tuner, albeit in the car or at home. And as long as that tuner dial was on your favorite station, you have glorious stereo and all your favorite songs. The moment your elbow or the cap nails that knob just a little bit you go from signal to noise, and that's that's what your uh, listeners need to know about frequency. It's so precise that if you change 440 to 440.1, it changes how that frequency affects the body. And so after a bunch of research and a story that's probably way too long for today, I discovered that 444... Um, I believe, was what David used uh, in, in the tuning of his canor. He didn't play a harp, he played a canor, which is a smaller 10-string instrument that was non polyphonic, meaning not chordal, but melodic. Each note was tuned for a melody, not to form chords. So I believe that, like what you said about Leonard Cohen's song, which is one of my favorites, that that 444 tuning uh, may just be the missing link uh, to what can make music beautiful from that, which is enharmonic. So somebody asked me, they said, so, well, your music, it's so beautiful. And I said, but what you have to realize is it's the frequency that's the medicine. The music is just the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. The frequency underlayment of whole tones um, is therapeutic and it works. And only 10% of it um, depends on your ability to hear. Uh, 90% uh, is purely uh, experienced on a cellular level. Thus, I have a, a girl that wants to take whole tones to the deaf community because uh, we had a meeting together. She kept contacting me and actually met with me when we did a Whole Tones live concert. And she told me that she never knew why deaf people loved music until she found Whole Tones because she hears it in her body. And it blew my mind. So, uh, yeah, there's a big difference in 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 four cents of tuning, just like it would be if you were to change the calibration of your favorite radio station or change the frequency of your microwave. You could go from boiling water to simmering water to, you know, (laughs) heating it up so much that you can't even open the door. It all depends on what you're punching in as the numbers.
0: Got it. That's starting to make sense. And this kind of, to me, lines up with, I've been doing a lot of research on the different wavelengths of light and how like red light therapy and obviously infrared and near infrared, um, how those affect the body in different ways on a cellular level and how even certain just wavelengths of red light that you wouldn't necessarily expect to do a lot, they can affect your mitochondria and change collagen production in your body. So I'm starting to really understand how things that we previously thought we that didn't exist because we couldn't quote unquote see them or measure their effects in the same way, how they can affect us on a cellular level, which is part of what attracted me to this because I feel like... It's kind of an extension of that um, that I'm starting to learn and understand. But would So someone with an untrained ear like me who doesn't have an extensive background in music, would they be able to actually hear the difference between um, the different frequencies or is it more of like an underlying cellular thing that the body would feel but you wouldn't necessarily be able to just pinpoint the difference by your ear?
1: That's also a great question. I think like anything else, the same thing is the same in whether we use frequency work with a laser probe or another modality or whether we offer somebody – like you could uh, – like if you want to say panacea, since we love ian um his products so you could ask somebody hey did that work for you and they could say no and another person said immediately so i would say the same thing holds true with whole tones there's people that immediately sense the difference musicians notice one thing katie right away that their instruments it's almost like their instruments were created for this tuning because it's balanced like when i did all my sessions for the whole tones projects um I got to tell you, I tuned my guitar once and I played most of the day. Usually I'm tuning every song. So that 444 tuning, you know, stabilized the tinsel strength of the guitar. People say the same thing about the piano. What's fascinating is people say when they sing with that A equals 444 as their center tuning note vocally, that they don't go hoarse at all. They can sing all night. So I find that fascinating. So I would say that it, it varies on the person's sensitivity to to uh frequency some people pick it up and some people they don't they don't get it at first and then they go all i know is i don't really hear a difference but i feel better
0: (laughs) interesting so what are some of the effects that you or what are some of the things you found in your 20 years of studying on this as far as like how it was impacting people and their body on a cellular level
1: well the first one i can say was a couple of things that were just experimental that uh, again whenever you do this you're always learning you know you're always learning more every every telecast, every broadcast, everything that you study, everything that you you try you know, at home, you're learning what works, what doesn't work. So for me, it started out as elementally, believe it or not, as waking up one morning and feel like God told me to go put my headstock on this lady's stomach, which was the strangest thing God ever asked me to do. Hey, go put your guitar headstock on this lady's stomach and start playing the guitar. I was like, <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I got to be honest, man. and But I did it. And I I played, you know, I put my headstock in this lady's stomach and I started playing and started playing and started playing. And it was during a church service in Ohio. And, uh, you know, I thought, OK, I guess, you know, I'll never know what that was about. Well, two weeks later, I got a call from the pastor and said, believe it or not, that lady you picked out in the crowd had Crohn's disease. And she just went and had her all of her testing done and had a new scan and she doesn't have Crohn's anymore. And that's when I started going, wait a minute here. There might just be something to this whole idea of resonance, because that's that's how things have always been. You know, you hear these people with near death experiences, you know, believers and non-believers that that, you know, that have died clinically or like Dr. Dr. Even Alexander, for example, and they come back and they say nobody communicated with words in heaven. It was all like frequencies. The plants exuded it. People exuded it. And then when you think about something as elemental as what I said earlier, is that and God said, I mean, do we really think that God said in perfect King's English, let there be light? We know that he didn't, but if he filled the sonic spectrum of sound, that means every frequency was excited by one word that he spoke. Now, that is more like the realm of of divinity to me. When God speaks to you, everything else around you hears it. We just don't know. Like you said, rocks cry out your watch is screaming right now, you just can't hear it because a quartz is what keeps the you know the movement in your watch operating precisely. We just have kind of disassociated ourselves with what we can't touch, taste, smell, or see. But in quantum physics, it's the opposite. In quantum physics, like the Newtonian physics says, if, if it goes up, it must come down. In quantum physics, if it goes up, it can stay there if it wants to. And that's, I think, where we're coming to is an understanding that not only is God, who we worship, much bigger, like David said, come magnify the Lord with me. He's much bigger than we give him credit for. It, we're comfortable with God only if we can, you know, truncate him and put him in a in a box where we can feel all the sides. But the moment that we break the box, then we begin to get to the vestibule of where this is, this is going with what's happened with whole tones. God is simply speaking life. Uh, into a generation. The Bible says that that life and death is in the power of the tongue, the vibratory organ that lives between our, our gums. And it has the ability to create amazing things, and it has the ability to destroy. And my life's work has been about creating uh, a f- frequencies that are embedded underneath, organically, I'll say too, I can tell you someday how I do that, but embedded underneath music so that when people listen to music, then their body is not only being healed, but in some ways recalibrated to a sound that they probably, uh, who knows, but but we do know that I am very, very confident that that's the tuning that David used for the worship that God prescribed for the Israelites.
0: That's fascinating. And so you mentioned earlier that only a few countries adopted this frequency. So are there countries where the music will be less Uh, harmful or less uh, confusing, like things coming out of Europe, would those be different in some way?
1: Absolutely. Some countries, Katie, um, tuned to 432, which is a bit lower. And it was uh, a frequency discovered by Savor. But then uh, a guy named Ernst Chaldney later on realized it had somatic principles, which for your listeners means that when you play those frequencies, it it will create geometric shapes um, with particulate matter on a pie plate, either metal or Metal shavings or wood, meaning it, will, it has the ability to vibrate at a balanced level enough to create geometric shapes every time. Um, whole tones will also do this. 432 is great, and a lot of countries use it. 432 works very well with the body as well. Um, there's other countries that are playing in 444. Leningrad, for example. The big news is that three years ago, the Boston Pop Symphony here in the U.S. converted their tuning to 444, so I highly recommend them. Talk about a healing night, going to hear the Boston Pop Symphony, and they're tuned to 444. It doesn't get much better than that. So, to answer your question, uh, there's several different tunings uh, uh, spread out between the nations. Germany uh, is in the 440s, but not 440, like 441. Some places, some places in, you know, uh, Venice in Italy, they. In fact, they said back in the day that that some of the uh, composers wrote things for violins, and they 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 uh, raised their frequency tuning to 450, and that the necks of some of the violins were snapping. So, some people tune a lot higher than other countries. Some people tune lower. Most people um, import uh, music from Canada, United States, whatever. Where where 440 is the tuning center, but by and large, over the nations, it's kind of a hodgepodge of different frequencies. On the last U2 album, uh, there was two songs that one was in, uh, out of 444, which is 528 and another one was 444. So I find it interesting that some bands are starting to dabble with, with these solfeggio frequencies as well.
0: That is really interesting. So I know that, cause I have your whole tones set and I know that there's like, I think if I'm remembering correctly, seven different frequencies or seven different songs with different frequencies. Um, can you kind of break those down? Well,
1: sure. Yeah, absolutely. On the original, um, whole tones, which is the, um, it's kind of cool as there's the Aurora Borealis on the front cover. It's the healing frequency music project. There's seven. The first one is 396 Hertz. That is also the one that since I know we're going there that is used for the, uh, healing, soothing music for, for, for dogs, pets. I won't say just dogs, but for pets, cause it works on all living things. But, um, that particular frequency uh, is interesting because it kind of interrupts a, a very important place in a lot of people's lives that keeps them from being healed. It was just called the shame and guilt grid. Um, a lot of times, Katie, people don't feel worthy to receive healing from God for whatever reason. They're not good enough. They've done terrible things in their lives. They're not good people, yada, yada, yada. Or in the case of the man that suffered for 38 years at the pool of Bethesda, he said, I had nobody to put me in the water. But Jesus answer to him was, do you want to be healed or not? And so the which I think is beautiful. So the that is the question, do you want to be healed or not? If the problem with being healed is you don't feel worthy 396 hertz helps people feel worthy to receive. And that's a big deal. That's why I use it as the opening frequency. And that's why I call it the open door. The next one is 417 hertz called desert Sojourn. Uh, a lot of people have said that that has a ability to help them not procrastinate, get more work done. We have many, many testimonials from CEOs from large corporations in the United States that play this uh, in their offices during the day to create copy and to basically they say that it inspires them and causes them to be more creative and they pump out more work in one day than they used to get done in a week. Uh, 528 Hertz is there's a lot of uh, studies. Your, Your listeners can go to Google and just Google 528 Hertz and You'll find some great research from a man in Canada who was a physicist who used 528 and a lot of amplitude on a boat to clear a bunch of the water um, in the Gulf that was uh, laden with oil deposits from an oil spill. He cleared water simply by using frequency. Uh, Pretty mind boggling stuff. There's 444, which is what I I call the key of David, or basically it's kind of the cotter pin to the entire frequency series. It's the center point and the uh, tuning center of all my music. 639 uh, hertz is called the bridge, and this is a behavioral component that is being used in schools and at home, like, you know, with your kids. If you have two kids and they're fighting, and you just realize that, number one, you don't have the energy to go in there and deal with the drama of taking the toy out of the one's hand and giving it to the other, and then watch the other one come apart. You just go and put this one on, and you don't have to say anything, and walk away. In five minutes, you'll see that they're totally quiet. The other one has the toy, and they're playing quietly again. There's an amazing component of the the bridge. It's called the bridge for a reason. It's great to play when there's problems. If husband and wife are having a a tornado argument and they can't seem to get closure on it, put the music on, sit down for five minutes, close your eyes, and next thing you know, you'll suddenly mysteriously find a a way to solve the issue. Finally, the Great Awakening is 741 um, hertz, and this one really kind of introduces the listener to the fact that there's something much bigger in the world than them and that introduction will be followed up with um the last frequency or the highest frequency which is 852. it's called the majestic for a reason the main component of that is basically the exposure of jesus christ as lord and savior and and god as in the holy spirit as being the the most important thing in the world and then suddenly we realize that there's a vacuum and there's only one way to fill that vacuum. And so the majestic was kind of like the celebration of the entire being of God. And like you mentioned earlier about light, you know, if you think about, you know, he's the father of lights, amazing statement. God is the father of lights. The second thing is amazing that my father's voice is the sound of many waters. There's only one place in the world that fills the sonic spectrum of sound in nature. And guess where it is? At the base of Niagara Falls. So many waters, many frequencies, the fullness of the audio spectrum, one sound from God's mouth fills everything. That's how awesome he is. And then when he fills everything we can hear, the obvious response to that is light. And that's why I created another product that your listeners can find. Um, I, I think you have a URL, I don't know, where we would send them today.
0: Yes. There's links in the show notes or wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash whole tones is it's all you also find it there.
1: Oh, good. And There's a product called chroma. And since you were mentioning light, and if you don't have it, I'm going to make sure you get it this week. It turns your living room into basically a, a chroma therapy spa, you have not only the music of whole tones playing in high res, but you also have light, the corresponding harmonics of light that goes with each of the songs. And so you're getting bathed in you know chroma therapy full spectrum light um and each of the the pertinent colors to each of the frequencies you're listening to and it's not just a screen of color they're all actually they're video uh, from nature it's pretty it's pretty powerful a guy named jordan rubin who's a friend of mine that um that had a garden of life for years and now has get real nutrition has been using uh chroma for two years in his indoor growing facilities out in california to grow his mycobacterium and his herbs uh, indoors and he uses it because we know that talking to plants helps but that could be because of an exchange of carbon dioxide however he's finding amazing results by simply using chroma and playing it on uh television sets in his his indoor growing facilities pretty amazing stuff
0: that's really interesting and I was just making notes. I'm thinking like the bridge. That's a good one to play on like family holidays when you got like tension with the in-laws or it seems like these could have a lot of uses. For me personally, I just like I got them to help with sleep and to help the kids sleep. And that was the first thing I noticed. But I know like there may be people listening who are a little skeptical thinking like, how can music actually do this? And what shocked me, because I am a researcher and I research everything to the nth degree and try to find all the things wrong with it to talk myself out of buying things. And <laughs> I was shocked. Like you guys have like hundreds of five star reviews from people who like, I mean, recovering from accidents and depression and anxiety. And that's what really made me first take note is like, wow, there's like hundreds of people who have stories about this. So talk about like some of the the effects you've seen and people who have really integrated this.
1: Well, sure. One of the things that um that's really neat that you just mentioned was, can it change the atmosphere, you know, in a charged family situation? When I created um, Whole Tones Christmas volume one, these same frequencies are in Christmas music. And I didn't, I mean, it's not like everybody, oh my God, how do you come up with this? Well, sometimes it's just, it's subtraction. It's just following what God tells you to do. And then you go, oh, OMG, G, (laughs) oh my God, God, that was really awesome. I didn't think about that. So you put a Christmas album together. And what was happening was it was recorded in August in Texas. And it was like 100 degrees on the sidewalk. You could have cooked an egg on the sidewalk. But we got Christmas inside the studio. And there was so much joy. But I didn't realize, Katie, that when this Everybody would start playing this at Christmas, and everybody's got an Uncle Harold, and all he wants to talk about his politics and polarize everybody at the dinner table and cause, you know, bedlam and chaos. And all of a sudden I'm finding out that I'm getting these massive testimonies that this changed the whole atmosphere of our home. Nobody was out of sorts, nobody got into arguments. Our whole family experience was great. And I was like, how cool. They were listening to Christmas music. They never even knew what hit them. That's what makes it so exciting. But um, yeah, I, I, like, like you said, now we're in 162 nations, which only God could do something like that. The testimonials, I, I think somebody said that total there's over 100,000 now, which is kind of hard to believe. It's like a, like a digital revival online. But um, like, here's just, I'll read you just a couple that came in this week. Um, I've had anxiety disorder, PTSD, anxiety, and major depression issues my whole life and whole tones has been the best thing to help me through it. I recently had brain surgery, my goodness, and and was the calmest I've ever been before, during and after. It helps every minute of my day now, except when my teenage son keeps saying, when are you gonna play real music? <laughs> this is as real as it gets. Truly authentic and life-changing, can't thank you guys enough. There's just one. Another one, um, I have listened to these samples. So this is the cool thing. Some people have listened to the samples and just had a healing experience just from listening to these little samples that we offer free on the, on the website as an introduction. Um, I've listened to these samples and they are divine. I am going to buy them. I have previously bought whole tones and they are wonderful. I am an aromatherapist and I'm going to play these when I do massage on my clients. Just given my Youngest daughter of facial and massage, and she had a really stressful day at work. She thought they were great, too. Keep doing what you're doing, Michael, and thank you and your team for giving us divine music. May God bless you dearly. I can go on as these ones talking about the Christmas one. My favorite ones, though, are the animal ones, because the thought that... I was creating music and my mind was, I was creating music for God. I was creating worship as far as I was concerned. And then I found out that that music was helping people. But when I found out it was helping dogs and cats, I lost it because I have such a soft spot in my heart for the innocence of dogs and cats and animals and innocent ones. And finding, like, first of all, with our own dog, who's a rescue, that she was petrified of, of you know, everything from fireworks on the Fourth of July to lightning and thunder. And one day I left the music on, I forgot to turn it off and it just came apart out here where we live, just a big storm. And we came home and there was, usually she run to the door and be all ridged back and freaked out and she was asleep on her bed. And I just thought it was a fluke. So we started doing it. We found out that this music keeps her completely, you know, oblivious to what's happening outside the house. She locks into it and falls asleep. So this lady writes, Sherry writes, I've seen a free trial offer on Facebook for the dog healing music. My son and I do animal rescue, and we also go with those animals to adoption events. We use the dog music to calm the animals right as we see them and are trying to catch, trap, or rescue them. We also use your dog music as we transport them from place to place. We also use your music at the adoption events to teach future pet adopters how to relieve stress and promote well-being for all the dogs we work with. We also use it to train the dogs as they listen and stay calmer. I also use the music for my own rescue dogs and rescue cats for health maintenance, stress and anxiety. Our animals ask for it to be turned on and relax every time it's on. We leave it on when we leave when we leave to help our pets with separation anxiety. My son has is also autistic and sleeps to the music and also his two service pets. It calms his brain and body just as it does the animals. My boyfriend is a soldier and came back with PTSD. He's now listening to to your music and getting help with his anxiety and fear. I was a dancer by trade. I'm holistic in living. Through the years of traveling, meeting holistic healers, helping other parents with autism and diabetes children, I've learned of healing tones and have used several of them when my son was born. None of them were successful until now. I use whole tones products, period. This combination of tones and sound are much better than what I've used before and they can offer animals and special needs kids and adults and people in general all the help they need It is amazing so there that's just a little sample of the thousands of things and I wake up in the morning with a Kleenex box and a cup of coffee because it, some of them are so outrageous it's it's hard to keep my composure you know
0: wow this podcast is brought to you by Air Doctor Did you know that the air inside our homes can be up to 500 times as dirty as the air outside? It can be filled with harmful VOCs, allergens, bacteria, and more. I've been looking for an air filter that filters out all of these substances and is quiet and that doesn't break the bank for a long time. And the Air Doctor filter meets all my criteria. It removes almost 100% of particles from the air, including VOCs, Those are things released from candles, paint, building materials, carpeting, cleaning products, hairspray, air fresheners, and more. Filters out pollen and other allergens, pet dander and animal hair, mold spores and dust mites, cigarette and cigar smoke, and viruses, germs, and bacteria. One of my favorite things about it is what they call auto mode, where the fan speed basically adjusts to the appropriate level based on the current air condition in the home. It's been really fascinating to see in our house, for instance, the filter speed up when we've cooked food at high heat or use cleaners that someone gave us that we thought were natural, but they made the air, the filter speed up. So I know air filters can be pricey, which is why I teamed up with air doctor to get a massive discount for listeners. You can get 50% off right now by going to wellnessmama.com forward slash go that's G-O forward slash air doctor, air dash doctor. So one more time, that's wellnessmama.com Forward slash g o forward slash a i r dash d o c t o r to get the discount. You can also find that link in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Valley. If you have not tried these, they're awesome. They make grass-fed, naturally fermented beef and now pastured turkey sticks that are high in protein and nutrients and also a good source of probiotics because they're naturally fermented and they're shelf-stable so you don't have to keep them refrigerated. We bring these along whenever we travel and our kids love them all the time as part of an on-the-go meal. I bring them whenever I travel because they've saved me so many times from airport food. And Wellness Mama listeners can get 20% off of any order at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash paleo valley all one word wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash paleo valley so one question i have in the back of my head too you'll have to pardon my lack of understanding on this but um so these are special frequencies of music do they work on every device like if someone's going to play it on an existing device do, will they play or they correct on those or do you need some kind of special equipment to actually hear them
1: Great. Absolutely not. Um, They work on any device. And what's really funny is that, like I I mentioned to you earlier, even uh, I had one lady who I can't mention her name on the broadcast, but she's a nurse from Tampa, Florida. And she went on to the Whole Tones website just to listen to the free samples. And she wasn't like, you know, some people you could tell they're a little bit, you know, they're a little woo woo, but this lady was straight up doctor, you know, and she called me and she said, I just want to let you know something. I listened to your frequencies. She sounded like she was mad. (laughs) I listened to your frequency samples online. I said, yeah. And she goes, um, I've had rheumatoid arthritis for 10 years. I said, yep, that's incurable. She goes, I know I'm a nurse. I said, okay. She said, well, I was tested last week after listening to your 417 twice. I said, yep. She goes, my uh, rheumatoid arthritis is gone, sir. I don't have any pain in my body and I just wanted to call the thank you. Like non-emotional, but I was like sitting there crying. I said, wait a minute. So you don't have any pain in your hands at all? None, it's gone. I was like, okay. Well, she didn't buy my stuff. She went and listened to a sample. So the samples work. Uh, You can obviously use it on your tablet, on your iPhone, on your computer, on your television. Uh, It doesn't take any special equipment whatsoever.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Another question I wondered, because I know a lot of the people listening are moms and a lot of us have, like I have children learning piano and guitar um, and like lots of different instruments. So you mentioned you tune instruments to this and this is where my understanding ends. But can we do this with our instruments at home too for our children's sake when they're playing instruments?
1: Yes, we can. And the good news is, is that um, when people purchase this whole tone set, these, you know, seven healing tones, the original whole tones. It comes with a hardcover book, uh, as well as a digital download. They can, they can download directly to their devices. But here's the cool thing, Katie, in the back of the book, there's a nuts and bolts chapter on 14. And it's basically how to use whole tones. And there's a whole chapter in there for my musical friends. It's super, super simple. In fact, on a Sunday, I can go in to a church service on Sunday and work with the church's worship team, and, and within an hour I can have everybody tuned to this frequency and become totally comfortable using it. So, here's the takeaway: so if you have someone that has an acoustic piano, they will have to have a piano tuner come and simply raise their tuning four cents. They'll know what that means. If it's a, you know, a, a, a typical good piano tuner, just say, "Hey, I need to tune." to 444 instead of 440, it's not a problem. And it does not have any kind of negative uh, uh, issue with the soundboard or or the strings at all. Uh, Secondarily, uh, especially for a guitar player, there there are several very inexpensive tuners on the market. Now, listen closely, you wanna find a tuner that has a button called Calibrate. And so what that does is it lets you change the digital calibration of the tuning right there in the window. The one I suggest, uh, it's very inexpensive, I think on Amazon it's like all of $11 maybe, very nice. It's called the Korg CA30 is one, or there's also a Korg uh, CA10. Either one of those has a calibration button, so it will come from the factory as soon as you turn it on, it will say A and then it will say 440. All you have to do is go to the arrow and click it up four times till it says 444 and tune your guitar like normal, tune your other instruments like normal. And that's all you got to do. You just got to make sure that everybody's tuned to 444 or it won't sound very good.
0: Okay. And again, like with my lack of understanding on some of the deeper concepts of music, but then you can still play sheet music, any normal sheet music, and it'll still work. Like there's no like loss in translation there.
1: Absolutely. The good thing is that basically just think of it like this. Okay. Just think in the virtual world, everything you're playing, like if you're playing a G chord, for example, it's still going to be what you're playing on the paper. The only thing that's shifting is your tuning of that instrument. That's it. So you play everything as written, all of your music. You've just changed the tuning of your instrument, which changes the frequency, but it doesn't you still play along with the sheet music, the notation is irrelevant because is, you've already changed your instrument. See what I'm saying? It's after the fact. The music's the same. All my tablature, when, whenever I put stuff out for people to play, um, they're playing the same sheet music, only at the top I make sure, you know, calibrate instrument to 444 hertz. Nothing changes.
0: Okay, that makes sense now. And Um, also I wanted to ask like is there any like maximum effective dose of this like I've I bought the CD set and then also got the digital download so what I've been doing is playing the digital ones on my phone at night on airplane mode I always tell people put your phone on airplane mode if it's in your room and then playing the CDs in my kids rooms Um, but do you have people who do that listen all night or like is there a minimum or maximum you should listen to it for the best effect
1: I can't believe the questions you asked me. Nobody asked me questions that are like this perfect because uh, I, I wanted to go there and we're going to. The first thing that you have to realize is um, we also have one that's called Life, Love and Lullabies, which is the music behind Whole Tones to Sleep. So I have music that does not have drums in it or any kind of transient stuff that would wake someone up. That, that's another project that's out there, too, just for your listeners. If they only want something to help them sleep at night through the night and play all night, that one's called Life, Love and Lullabies. Um, or we have a digital music player called Whole Tones to Sleep, which they can all see on the website. But to answer your question, well, first of all, there's not, there's, you'll, you're not going to reach saturation as far as effectiveness, but just like, you know, you'll have products that you talk about that are especially cleansing products, Katie, I've noticed, especially clean products that are pretty aggressive cleansing. A lot of times people say great product, but I had flu-like symptoms and a headache. Well, you and I know that's a Herxheimer response. And, but we don't think about music as possessing that same issue, but it actually can. And let me tell you a funny story real quick, and then I'll tell you what your listeners can do about it. So when Whole Tones first came out, um, I got so many wonderful responses from people, but I kept getting this one like control group of people that kept saying, hey, every time I, I listen to 528 Hertz, I get, and they, they were women, I get irritable and I get grumpy and bitchy to my husband. What's wrong with me? You know, and so I thought, oh, my God, why would this frequency be affected? I mean, I knew that as far as on a physiological level, it's, its main focus has to do a lot with the reproductive organs of the female and different parts of. And then all of a sudden, one day I was just praying in the morning. I went, oh, my God, I need to find out the ages of these women. Sure enough, it was all like between 46 and like 55 and I asked them that question that most guys would never tread uh, area where they wouldn't tread. I said, "Are you pre, mid, or post menopausal?" Every one of them said menopausal, 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 and I thought bingo. And I asked them how many times they were listening. They said, "Well, we we'll just leave all the music on all of the time." And I realized that just like a cleansing response, or a, or you know, or a you know, a Herxheimer, or <laughs> when when there's a cleansing crisis, we automatically think about the. You know the ingredients of whatever cleanse as opposed to we have to have to break it down again these each ingredient has its own frequency which is in turn causing that beautiful thing we know as a herxheimer response which means it's working so uh when i told that to the women they were like oh my god what should we do and i said listen to the other ones that aren't affecting you but that particular frequency i don't want you to listen to more than three times a week like one time three days Until you're comfortable with, until you can start listening to it and it doesn't have that emotional effect where you want to, you know, you want to choke your husband out. So, sure enough, two, three weeks later, oh, I'm the best friend of this control group because all of their hot flashes started going away. (laughs) Their hormones started balancing. The ones that were working with bioidentical hormones were having a much easier transition uh, after implantation. It's just really amazing to me that, again, I'm learning. I'm not a scientist, Katie. You know, I'm just—I'm a composer and an engineer and an inventor. I just suddenly realized that these my customers are telling me what's going on for for the most part, and that particular frequency, which is called transformation—funny name—when people are going through the change of life. If they listen to it too much, there is the possibility that they might have a little cleansing crisis and need to back off that a little. And that's what I suggest for all your listeners: if you find a frequency that's affecting you in any way irritable or you feel like you're sweating more the good news is bingo you found one that's that's reacting to an area that needs a little bit of work the second thing is you need to back off listening to that one and major on the other ones for a little while
0: that is so interesting and again it highlights which i still had trouble believing for a long time the fact that things just like light and sound can have such a big impact on the body. It's amazing. And I know like my listeners are pretty familiar with the idea that like blue light, for instance, can disrupt your circadian rhythm, even though it's not even like really penetrating cells specifically, but how that light like, can affect your melatonin production and your cortisol production. So I think like we've been talking about, this is kind of an extension of the same idea um, of understanding how these things, it's easy to write them off because we can't see the effects, but um, understanding that on a cellular level is really fascinating. Uh, and I know there's some research on this as well. I'll make sure I link to some of that in the show notes. Um, but like I said, I was a skeptic for a while. And so I know there are people may still have a lot of questions. We may have to do a follow-up episode. But would you kind of give us an idea of where you would recommend someone starting, especially if they're maybe still a little skeptical of this? Where's a good first step for them to find out more?
1: Well, I, again, everybody says, go to the Google. You know, I always recommend that people can can Google. I think another thing that people have to realize is just because sometimes there's a terminology that, is a little bit foreign to us that, you know, or, you know, some Christians might say, well, he's talking about vibration or frequency though. So it's new age. No, not at all. It is an elemental scientific part of how things operate. If there's no frequency, there's nothing. There's not a thought in your head. There's not a word in your mouth. There's no ability to, I mean, what I found fascinating is that the Beach Boys in the sixties came out with a song called Good Vibrations that explained probably 60% of it. It's really how things work. It works not only on a hearing level but on an energetic level. You know, she's sending me good vibrations. So she's sending something out that has intention. I'm receiving it as an intention and I'm excited about it. So so that's in essence how things actually work. I'm so excited to be talking with you today and sharing what God's you know had me create with your listeners but I'm excited on a myriad of different levels. I'm excited because of your heart and what you do, and and the reason that you're skeptical is the reason why not only are you successful, but you're trusted. Is because you don't just hawk stuff, you know, for the sake of making money off of it or anything. You tell people what works, and that's been the same with me. as my listeners love me because I'm just bone honest with them, and I won't even talk about something on Friday that doesn't that I'm not or my wife and I aren't already using and have been using uh, for a long time that we absolutely know that works so the big takeaway from this is if you want to know more about frequency the first place you could start would be just by googling the word and and getting past a lot of the esoterica and some of the silly stuff but you can tell by the website right away if it's cheesy secondly i want you to study a guy that there's no question about his name is pythagoras and he's known as probably the greatest mathematical mind in the world but what your listeners may not know is that his main focus was music And that he gave all of the glory to god and he was a he was a stoic grecian and plato was one of his disciples (laughs) nevertheless he gave all the glory to god and he saw everything as music and he actually created his own instrument called the monochord and one side of it was uh, a couch and the other side was was strings that were in a particular drone and when people that pythagoreans when they would You know feel sick or feel stressed out he would have them lay on the couch and he would play the strings underneath there on the other side of the thing and the whole thing would resonate and they'd get up after 45 minutes and feel great so this is ancient stuff this isn't like you know something new it's something very 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 old like i said we can trace it all the way back to the very beginning of the book of genesis where god said let there be light and there was light it's an elemental part of us it's a part of conversation And I'm sure that, again, once we leave this place and we end up, you know, in the presence of God, I'm sure that all of this will become much clearer. But everything is frequency and everything has a resonant frequency.
0: That makes sense. And like I said, I was skeptical at first and I even ordered this. I've been listening to this stuff for months. And at first I was like, well, I'm just not going to like say anything on the blog about it because people might think it's not. But once I started studying it, like my opinion changed. And you mentioned Pythagoras. And I know like most of us, that's going to immediately bring to mind like A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Like that's so drilled because it's part of the mainstream math curriculum. Um, So that's helpful to understand that there are, that the roots of this are very well rooted in science and even mathematics, which is really cool
1: yeah music is all about math i mean if you just for the your your listeners that love math if you just want to have a little bit of fun and whether you have my book or not there's a whole chapter on this in the book too and it's just a whole lot of fun because you sit there just kind of going oh my god but the reason the frequencies work is because they're all math mathematically um harmonic they all integrate with each other and everything works off the principle of three six and nine And one of my favorite people that probably ever lived in the world, and hopefully I'll get to meet him one day, is uh, Nikola Tesla. And he he said, if you only knew the magnificence of the three, the six, and the nine, then you would have a key to the universe. I'm telling you now, I I have thousands of frequencies that have amazing uh, uh, response to the cellular level of the human body. I'll be releasing i mean i've got enough stuff you know i'll be releasing this stuff until i'm fertilizer the point is though is that unless it can mathematically add up to a three a six or nine and 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 adhere to the skein of pythagoras it is an enharmonic musical form and thus it can't be used and so if you think about 440 it's a real easy one four plus four is eight that's the end of the equation every one of mine when you add them up when you look through this today guys you're going to find out from 396 to 852 All of them add up to nine, six, or three, and it makes all the difference.
0: That's so interesting. And obviously, I said all the links will be in the show notes or at that link, wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash whole tones. But we mentioned you have like the seven, the original set of seven, and then there's the lullabies one, which is the one my kids listen to at night. I didn't know you had a Christmas one, um, but I'd love for you to talk about what's next.
1: Woo! Well, I haven't really shared it with anybody. There's actually four things that I'm working on right now, but um I think it's safe to tell you because I think somehow we're family. Um, I had a concept, and it's come to fruition pretty simple, but I think the next project will probably be called Box, and it's going to be purely the human voice creating the um you know the underlayment frequencies plus all of the melodic structure. Uh, in all of the music um, will be all the human voice, which I think might have an effect. that's beyond anything I've been able to uh, imagine what happens when it's a pure organic human voice because the frequencies that we carry, you talk about organic, there's nothing more organic than a voice. You know, when I do voice analysis with people, um, there's a great, 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 I can't mention the name of it online, of course, but there's a great program it's a voice analysis program. And all I have to do is have you speak into a microphone for 30 seconds, you know, your name, where you live, whatever. And the computer will tell you basically everything that you've ever dealt with, what you're dealing with, uh, vitamin, mineral deficiencies. It will tell you when you had mononucleosis when you were 13 years old. Absolutely brilliant. And um, it's amazing to me how that's what we are if you cut down a tree and you look at the growth ring you can tell a whole lot about a tree by its growth rings you can tell a whole lot about a person just by the frequency of their voice for example like as you and i got to know each other better and if we do more interviews and hang out you'll get used to my crazy voice and then If my voice sounds different to you over the phone, your first response might be, are you feeling okay today, Michael? Are you going through something? Well, why did you ask me that question? Because you heard a disturbance in the force. You heard a disturbance in the frequency of my voice that you'd become accustomed to, right? And so all of these things, I think this might help your your listeners more than anything else. Frequency, again, is thought. Isn't it interesting how many chemicals start pouring into your body and how you start to sweat and get nervous as soon as you see two blue lights going around in your rearview mirror and a cop pulls you over on the, you know, first of all, if I can't talk my way out of this, it's going to cost me some money. But the immediate, you know, fight or flight mode kicks in your adrenals. And then all of a sudden you're dumping all this poison into your system and your stomach gets sick. The same thing happens when somebody says, you know, something hurtful that stays with you or your children their whole lives. Or somebody says something as simple as, I love you. And when it's real, it hits you just as hard and you go, oh my God, I'm loved. People underestimate the power of frequency. You would never like think that when you say I love you to your child and kiss them on the forehead at night that you were giving them frequency, but you are. And as we unpack that, then it becomes very natural. But for to me, for me, It's been that way for a long time, but for other people are just kind of waking up into um, the understanding of frequency in our everyday life.
0: That's interesting. I'm excited for the human voice one, because for a long time, um, ever since I was little, I've loved like the Gregorian chant or the chant coming out of like the monasteries in Europe, um, where it's just all the human voice. But it like to me, that just like almost gives me chills. It's so beautiful. So I love that you're going to do an all human voice album. That'll be amazing.
1: I'm beyond excited about it. You know, it's it's going to take a lot of planning. Yeah, I've already done the, all the groundwork where I'm going to record it and all, but it's just a lot of people moving, a whole Azusa choir and different people that I want to use on the project. But that's what I'm going for. That's the same thing for me. I walked into a a monastery in Conyers, Georgia, one year, Katie, for a silent retreat, and there was some monks that were singing, and I couldn't I couldn't stop crying. And I suddenly realized that there was a massive component, not to mention that the main reason this, which I haven't told your listeners, is all of these tones originally came from what we know as solfeggio tones, which is just a nice Italian way of called sight singing. And these were passed along for generations from fathers to sons, but they were just um, non-instrumentation and um, non-polyphony. It was all a cappella singing. And that's kind of where all of this stuff really started. With people singing healing into the body, or in the case of Pythagoras, creating an, a bed that had strings on it for people to lay on and, and and to be ministered to. So the human voice is the most organic form of uh, frequency on the planet. And again, it all goes back, back to And God Said. Pretty interesting. I have a lot of uh, excitement about this one.
0: That is really interesting. And I have a feeling we might have to do a round two one day because I think there's going to be a lot of questions. I know like for me, this is something I'm still trying to wrap my head around. So I'm guessing others might have the same experience. But then the links to the research and to the products that we talked about are going to be in the show notes. But uh, any parting words you want to leave with the listeners and uh, anything about your work and your music?
1: First of all, you know, you think about this again for your Christian listeners, you know, initially, being a minister for 30 plus years, you know, when all of a sudden you feel God wants you to share something like this with the world, the initial thing you're wondering is, are people going to think I fell off the reservation? Is this woo woo weird stuff? And then you find out what obedience does. It's greater than sacrifice. And you start seeing, like I said, thousands of people that are being touched in their bodies and, you know, with emotional things. The first time you hug a soldier that comes back from three tours in Iraq and, and he's listened to your, music and he's been restored to normal life and restored to his family, it makes all of it worthwhile. So I guess what I want to say is thanks for giving it a try. If you're still skeptical about it, I would go to the website, listen to the um, uh, the free samples and read through the testimonies of people just like you. And I think you'll probably feel a lot more comfortable.
0: Awesome. Thank you for your time. It's definitely such a fascinating subject. And like I said, we might have to do a round two one day.
1: You just let me know. I'm here. So I'd love to talk to you anytime you want to talk to me.
0: Awesome. And thanks to all of you for listening. And I will see you next time on the Healthy Moms podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time. And thanks as always for listening.